Yo, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the second episode of Why I Miss You, Chapter Two. It's Saturday, the is the seventeenth, the sixteenth today. I don't think that matters. But yeah, today we got Lorenzo. I mean, sorry, we got Rhea and then Taco and myself offended. And we're gonna get straight into it. What's up, gents? How you guys doing? Yo, 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 yo. What's good? What's good? Um, yeah, I'm really excited for this episode, man. I really am. It's my first episode. This chapter. Chapter two. So, so yeah. Yeah. You know what it is. It's Zako here. And yeah, I'm ready. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, you guys already know what it is. Senior man in the cut. Yes, sir. Oh, man. Yes, sir. You're running with that. Yeah, no, I, I heard. That's what they call me. I heard. That's what they call me. So, senior man in the cut. Um, and yeah, we're about to make it shake. We have a banger of an episode lined up for you guys, I believe. Thanks. Um, so yeah, please do tune in, listen up. Open up your heart. Stay to the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay to the end. Stay to the end. That's important. That's important. We might just drop bars at the end. 100%. Yeah, yeah. We might just drop Instagram quotes. (laughs) (laughs) So please do stay tuned. Captions. Captions. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But yeah, um, today we're discussing Matthew 9, verse 35 to 37. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is facts. If Ryan could just lay it down first and then from there we'll just dive straight in. You guys cool if I read the scripture? Go for it. Ice. Yeah. You like ice. Because I don't want to lie to God's children. <laughs> it's not what I'm trying to do. Yeah, yeah. So I want to read from the New Living Translation, Matthew chapter 9. Uh, as Offense said, from verse 35 up until... Let's give them, let's give them something extra. Let's take it from 30. Let's, let's take it to 38. Yeah, we're 37, but we'll be generous. We'll give you guys an extra verse to ponder on, to chew on. It's true. Um, it's true. And this is what the word of the Lord says. The chapter or the title of this paragraph of scripture is the need for work is in the New Living Translation. It says, uh, verse 35, Jesus traveled through all the towns and villages of the area, of that area, my apologies, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. Verse 36, when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Verse 37, it says, he said to his disciples, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. Verse 38, so pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest and ask him to send more workers into his field. Bless the reading of the word today. Amen. Bless the Lord. That was quite a chunk. That was quite a hefty portion of the bible so i think i think we'll chop that up in a few episodes eh? this might take a few episodes to chop all of that up and i think a great a great place to start is where jesus is talking where they, they're talking about jesus and they're saying that he went to teach preach and heal and i want us to focus today on that preaching portion so yeah yeah well, let that be that, bro. let that be the quote today what do i have to say about that yeah um i think People need to understand what it means to be a preacher or what it means to preach. People think when you hear preach, it's just that guy at the front, at the pew, and not at the pew, sorry, at the altar talking to the people at church. That's what people think. When they imagine somebody preaching, they see a man looking at many people talking about the word. And the mistake that we make there is that the preaching doesn't only happen in church. The preaching isn't only in church. We need to sort of live the life of preaching and everything that we do in our lives people need to see the sermon we need to be the sermon you know what i'm saying your life preaches you you need to preach your life not just sunday to sunday 
so yeah what do you have to say about that man i get you bro yeah bro preaching for me is an outflow of life it's who you are you know at the end of the day because um it's one thing saying something and it's another thing doing it and just from my experience i mean if i look at my sister uh she she does what i do oh man what a cute oh she she's she's nine bro she's turning 10 this year and just taking that example um and this is just from experience like looking at her she does what i do more than what i say word which shows that preaching is how you live your life it's more than just your words your words are very important but the manner in which you live the example by which you live is so important because that rubs off onto other people and that's the important part of preaching that i think we as youth miss out on like we we live life thinking that our lives don't preach thinking mm-hmm. that what we do doesn't rub off onto the next person which in that like domino effect you understand what i'm yeah. saying and this is one thing that jesus is touching on in the scripture you know teach preach heal and he's speaking about laborers because at the end of the at the end of the day as children of god our lives like our lives carry big weight what we do carries mm-hmm. big 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 weight mm-hmm. um, you know and not measured by social media analytics yeah. but like influence influence yeah. yeah so i think for me that's that's the thing that stood out for me um and just living the scriptures that our lives preach and what we do has influence like you said yeah. and i think um i think what offense was saying is i think it's spot on man and there was something that just came to mind i'm just not sure of the scripture but the bible teaches that people will come to know god and people will come to repentance not because of what we say not because of how we Uh, preach the gospel or not because of how we share the scriptures or not how we proclaim the good news but because of how we live our lives based on the revelation of the good news mm. that is what will bring people into the kingdom of god that is what will restore redeem and break chains over people's lives not because we told them hey this is how you live not because we said to them look this is how your life should be not because we condemn them for drinking or having premarital sex none of that but because of how we live our lives mm. you know what i'm saying mm. not condemning people for their sin mm. but mm. through our faith in god helping them see that look there's a better way mm. you guys get what i'm saying yeah and i think it's so vital <laughs> i think because i believe I'm, i'm speaking to the christians here <laughs> so there's a lot of red letter talk in the bible or in this passage of scripture yeah. and uh if those of you if if you don't know when 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 there are red letters in the bible that's when jesus opens up his mouth and that's when jesus starts to speak and i believe that when jesus speaks it's important to listen 100 yeah when 100%. jesus when jesus speaks it's important to listen and what you see in the scripture and and i love this because offenses started speaking about uh, the young people and analytics and social media and all of it and what i believe is so powerful in the scripture is that jesus sees the people You know, he sees the people and he identifies the condition. So he sees that they are, uh, let me just, I want to go back to the Bible just to, just to confirm. It says that they were confused and they were helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. But I love the fact that Jesus doesn't address them based on the condition. Mm-hmm. Jesus doesn't look at the fact that they are confused. He doesn't look at the fact that they are helpless. He doesn't look at the fact that they're in sin or they have issues, that they haven't been coming to church, that they don't know how to pray. He doesn't look at their sin and address them based on their sin. Mm-hmm. He sees the people, but what he does address is the roots of the issue. Mm. He addresses the fact that there's no example in their lives. He addresses the fact that there aren't people who are show or who are living the scripture mm. to help correct the people, yeah. to help pull them up and out of their sin. Not this thing that Twitter does, or that we do on Twitter, rather. 
Mm. And we go onto social media and we share the scriptures and we shout at people and we condemn them based on what they do. You guys get what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of showing them who Jesus is and showing them sure. that there's a better way through how we live. And this is the example that Jesus sets and that's the example that Jesus sets here. Yeah. Everybody, and that's the thing, the disciples were following him because the next verse 38, it says that he says he's, he's speaking to his disciples. So we know his disciples were around. So his disciples watched Jesus go out and see the multitudes, see the condition of the people, see the brokenness. And his disciples waited and watched. But Jesus didn't, again, he didn't condemn them for where they're at. Mm. He didn't say, look, listen, these people are messed up. You know, yeah. he didn't go onto Twitter. He didn't see the people and go onto Twitter and say, oh, these oaks. You know, he didn't go onto social media and say like, oh my gosh, the Christians in this church or oh my gosh, that pastor from that church. Yeah, yeah but he saw the condition and he helped the people. Yeah. Or he gave us, he empowered his disciples, the people who were following him, to help the people. He said, listen, pray to the Lord of the harvest that, har- that harvesters would go, that laborers would go into the harvest. Yes, yeah, you, get, you get what I'm saying? Send out people who would be an example to the people. Sure. The, the, the issue is not the sin. Yeah. The issue is not the problem. The real problem is that there's no example. They don't know how. Yeah. You know, like how can you get mad at a baby for not eating? If they don't know how to eat. Who would show them? Yeah. How yeah. would they know? Yeah. Yeah. You guys get what I'm saying? Sure. And that's that's the solution. That's the yeah. solution is let's talk more do. Let's talk more do. Uh, let's, let's talk, talk more, more do. Bishop Bishop Oriel Balano, he says he's he's an incredible man of God from, from the Philippines and he's, he's, he's leading an incredible movement that's out. If you guys don't know about Bishop Oral Balano, please do check out his Instagram page. Uh, or just go search G12 Philippines and you'll see the crazy things that God is doing in and through him and his church. And it's something that he says often. Let's talk more do. <laughs> Let's talk more do. Because if you're doing, you don't have time to talk. You don't have time to talk. Yeah, sure. You, know, you, you don't have time to talk. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah, have time yeah. to talk. And that's what it says in 1 Corinthians 4 and 20. It says that the kingdom of God is not it's not it's not a matter of talk. Oh man. It's yeah. not a bunch of talk. The kingdom of God it's not about it's, it's not about your Twitter fingers and the things that you have to say on social media. It's not about yeah. it's not about what you say to the people. Again, it's not about how you preach the gospel to people. Yeah, you could be a sadly they're not being moving the kingdom. You get because oh you talk a lot. Yeah. It's not about the talk, but it's about a demonstration of power. But that demonstration of power comes through the vessel, it comes through how you live your life. Yeah. That's how people will see the demonstration of power. Because I mean, again, I feel like I'm going, I feel like I'm going off. Yeah, nah, but nah, but Acts, you guys do. Uh, Acts chapter 1, verse 8, it says that the Holy Spirit, it says that, and when the Spirit uh, fell upon them, or when the, Spirit, when, the, when the Spirit falls upon you, you will bear witness to power. Yeah. You will bear witness to power. And if you read after that, the dudes went and they, they, they did a massive, Peter and the boys, they did a massive. They went and they chopped it up. Why? Because the spirit yeah. fell upon them. The power was there. So what did they do with the power? They went and went, they preached. Mm. But not with not through the words that they spoke, but through their lives. They did things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Example. And I think that's what we need, man. That's what we need in this generation. We just need a whole lot more people who are going to live as an example. Exactly. Because I like the fact you said 1 Corinthians 4 verse 20 and another translation says that um, the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but it's a matter of transformed life. Sure. Do you understand what I'm saying? And let me tell you, a transformed life is going to do more than just words. That's hard. Because that's when you're going to see the true power of God work, in, work through somebody. Exactly. Mm. You know, and that's when you become a laborer. And I think myself, if I, if I were to make it personal, I used to be a big talker. Oh my goodness, I used to be a big talker. 
<laughs> I used to be that Twitter guy. And judging from where I was and where I am now, and really by the grace of God, the talking does nothing. Because at the end of the day, you're just multiplying the problem. You're not living by example. That's 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 mad. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you tell a baby, if you tell a baby, yo, you 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 messed up, or yo, um, I don't know, you made a mess, what's what, what's gonna happen? You need to show the baby, you need to be there, you need to take care, you need to take responsibility, you need to become a laborer. I don't know if 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 you guys have any experience with young babies, but raising those, those raising those babies, it's work. I don't have a baby, I just wanna let you guys know. <laughs> so I can't relate to Or maybe a younger sibling, like for yeah. me, for instance, um my raising my, my, my younger sister, it's work. That thing is work, and that's what Jesus is talking about. More pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out more laborers who are gonna live by example and not go out and condemn people for the condition that they're in, but actually go in and live by example and show them, you know, follow me as I follow Christ. Exactly. And yeah. That's what we need. That's what we need. We need more laborers. And like Rhea said, you know, let's talk more do. And when you start doing, you don't have time to talk because you're busy doing. Exactly. You know? And that's why, like, if you go into social media, you see all of the people speaking about the issue. You see the quote-unquote the Christians speaking about the issue. You see them speaking about the problems. You see them uh, talking about in our nation specifically. You see them talking about you know the corruption, the gender-based violence, the the, the the robbery, you know the violence, all of the problems in our country. But we're speaking about the issue. We're speaking about the mountain, not speaking to the mountain. Because sure. that's what it says in I believe it's Matthew three. You know the scripture about the mustard seed. That if we have faith like a mustard seed, that the, then we can tell the mountain to move and it will move. But the problem is that because we have, like offensive say, we have the time to talk because we're not doing. So what do we do? We talk about the mountain, not to the mountain. So what does that do? It multiplies the mountain. It multiplies the issue. The problem just gets deeper. The problems just multiply. They increase and they grow deeper and deeper. And that's how issues like corruption, that's how issues like racism, that's how they uh, multiply from generation to generation in our country. We complain about uh, all of these things going down in our country. That our and it's it's crazy that young people still today, our generation, have to fight battles that our parents are fighting. Yeah. But it's because the young people are caught up too much in speaking about the issue, in speaking to the mountain, and not. Or speaking about the mountain instead of to the mountain. Yeah. Caught up in talking instead of doing. And like offense was saying, look, what we're saying isn't necessarily easy. Like, you know, doing the work, doing the work and laboring and letting your life be an example, it's not easy. But it's beneficial. Mm-hmm. It's not easy, but it bears fruit. It's not easy, but it's long-lasting. If we want to change a generation, if we want to change the direction and... I forgot the word, man. The culture. There we go. If we want to change a culture, let's talk more, do. Let's talk more, do. Hey, Zago, dog. Yeah. What you trying to say? Yeah, what you trying to say? Yeah. I just wanted to say, it's so important for us to be good preachers and to preach the word in everything that we do within our lives. But how we get to that point is by being a good listener, by being a good disciple. We need to be people who, who follow somebody who's been placed in your life to be a leader we need to follow them as they follow christ we need somebody who we have to to look towards because we can't like a baby we can't do something if we were never taught how to do it and we can't do that that thing if we never try to learn it if you're doing maths or whatever you can't be good at maths if you never try to learn it so we need to be intentional in our own discipleship when we try to 
to learn how to live this life. We need to be intentional. Just like just like Jesus did with his disciples. He not only did he live the life preaching, teaching, and healing, but his disciples, they were intentional in learning how to do that life, how to live that life, how to teach, how to preach, how to heal. They followed him wherever you go. They did what he did. Yeah. So in order for us to be good preachers, we also need to be people who listen well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's so important, bro. Yeah. Oh man, you just touched on a very important aspect of preaching. I mean, if preaching, talking, being a good listener, and then preaching in terms of you showing an, like an outflow of life, you need mm. to be a good follower mm. at the end of the day. And I think that's also... <laughs> I don't know how much time we have left in this episode. If there's even enough time uh, let's to... Let's go off. Bro. Let's, let's go, go off. off. Um, and that's something... That's something that, um, sure. That's also an aspect that we need to speak about. Um, and we're youth. That's why we talk a lot about youth. And the reason why we speak so passionately about the youth is because we are the change. We are the change that is needed. Yes, and another thing that, that the youth really struggle with and that I used to struggle with is that we, we refuse to submit, we refuse to listen, we refuse to be moldable. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Because if you aren't moldable, how are you going to mold a generation? Exactly. Because I think that's what we're trying to do. You know, we're talking about culture, culture. You're talking about trendsetters. You know, but if you, how are you going to set the trend if you are not, be, if you are not moldable? And we need to get to that stage where we are truly humble. Mm-hmm. Not this fake humble. Yeah. You know, not this fake humble that we see. Mm-hmm. But humble meaning that we dependent on God and that we trust God with everything. And allow Him to mold us that we are able to mold the generation. Yeah, understand yeah. what I'm saying yeah. so yeah man it's so crazy and I love the fact that you mentioned being good listeners and just being good followers and who do we follow we follow Jesus mm. but it's very important for us to where we are at especially as Christians to submit to the people in our church willingly as they live as an, ex- as an example so that we can be an example to the rest of the generation mm-hmm. so yeah I don't know we are closing remarks bro. Uh, yeah man you guys are talking about a lot of good stuff like just just to echo what Offense and Ntako are saying, it's submission is biblical. Having a leader is biblical. It doesn't make you weak. Being a follower doesn't make you a, a poor leader, but it's it's biblical. It empowers you. There's protection. There is uh, there's an anoint there's a flow of an anointing in submission. And I mean we see that because when Paul goes to the church in Corinth, he says, listen, he says to the people, and he's talking to a church in Corinth, he's talking to leaders in a church, and he says to them, um, I believe it's in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, or someone will correct me if I'm wrong, but he says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. Mm. He says, imitate me, and again, like Offense was saying earlier, it's not say what I say. He says, imitate me. You see my life, now do what I do in my life. Sure. You guys get what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not a, again, teach, preach, heal. It's the example that you set. He says, look, I, I am the example. I'll put my life on the line. I'll put my life on blast and I'll show you who I am. I'll show you how I am. I'll show you what I do. Now look, do it. Because what? That's what Jesus did. Mm. Jesus lived with his disciples and he was the example. He lived out the Bible. He lived out the word of God. Now he says to, now, now Paul says to the people and Paul is a disciple of Jesus. After being taught, after Paul submitted, now Paul goes back and he says, listen, I've submitted. I was a follower. Now do what I do. Let me show you how it's done. And look, if if you're having a problem, 
you know, in wherever you are, uh, you know, in your church. And the question is rare, but where are the leaders? You know, the, the, the leaders in our churches are, are, are this and are that. And you don't know who to follow. Listen to it. The word of God in Matthew chapter 7, verse 16 says, it says, you will recognize them by their fruit. It says that you will recognize them by their fruit. So if you're struggling to find somebody who's imitatable, imitable, you got if you're followable. followable, if you're looking for someone who's followable, listen, the word of God says you will recognize them by their fruit. So if you want to find a leader to follow, if you want to be submitted and you need to find somebody who you're willing to submit to, listen, identify them by their fruit. Their fruit will tell you about what their lives are or about who they are. You get, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It'll tell you. And, and that's the thing. Your fruit isn't only what you... Your fruit doesn't only tell of what you do, you know, on stage or in the people. But it'll tell of what you do behind the scenes, yeah. in the dark corners, yeah. when you're by yourself and nobody sees you. Yeah. And I don't know if, if the gents would allow me. I want to give an opportunity to, to those who, you know, have been living in the dark for a while. Those who've been living behind the scenes for a while you know those who don't have a relationship with Jesus you know who've been struggling within themselves and who've been living a double life you know if you know you go to church your hands raised up and you flatter Jesus and you do the worship but at home you're struggling at home you have issues and at home things don't look too good you know if your faith has been struggling if you don't know the Lord period if you if everything that we're saying is new to you and you want to make a decision to enter into a relationship with Jesus I want to pray for you now, if that's you today, I just want you to repeat these words after me. And I want to ask if the gents that are with me, if they can just close their eyes and just bow their heads with you. And if this is you, I want to pray a special prayer for you. And I want you to believe this in your heart. So just repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father. Dear yeah. Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For who you are. For who you are. And what you did on the cross. And what you did on the cross. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. That you sent your son, Jesus. That you sent your son, Jesus. To die in my place. To die in my place. That I may be in relationship with you. That I may be in relationship with you. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. That the blood of Jesus. That the blood of Jesus. Washes away my sin. Washes away my sin. And makes me white as snow. And makes me white as snow. And I thank you, God. And thank you, God. That from today. That from today. I accept you, Jesus. I accept you, Jesus. As my Lord and Savior. As my Lord and Savior. And nothing. And nothing. And no one. And no one. Can ever snatch me out of your hands. Can ever snatch me out of your hands. I'm a child of God. I am a child of God. And I'm yours forever. And I'm yours forever. Amen. 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 And if that's you, listen, I was so excited for the decision that you just took. And we really do want to urge you to come into contact with us. Please do send us an email, reach out to us on Instagram. If you know any of us personally, please do reach out to us on our social media platforms. And we want to grow in the Lord with you. We want to hold your hand and we want to take, uh, we want to be the example in your life. We want, we want, uh, we want to give you the opportunity to imitate us and to show you what living a life sold out for Jesus looks like. But, from my side, that's it. Homies, um, take us away. Your boy Fancy Kekana here is an honor uh, just to be a part of this episode. Um, but yeah, hope to see you guys. Or not hope to, but we will see you guys next time um, on our next episode. I'm out. Yeah, it was quite a fantastic experience doing this episode. And I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys are blessed by this word. See you guys. <laughs>